Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in all circumstances give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So we come to the third Sunday of Advent, uh, Gaudete Sunday. Everyone remembers it because of the color of the vestments. Uh, Throughout the whole Catholic world, Countless priests are going to attempt to tell a lie. They're going to say, I'm not wearing pink. I'm wearing rose. Do you know the joke why we call it rose? Jesus didn't pink from the dead. It's the best I got at 7 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Rejoice always. Hmm. I think I've told you before, by temperament, I'm, I'm a melancholic. And I'm an introvert. Uh, And that means um, anyone who's a very optimistic, kind of bubbly person, I always suspect you're putting me on. How do we find joy? Mm. Joy arises when we have possession of the things that we love. That's where joy, real joy comes from. It's not a mere passing happiness, right? Um, if, if the apostle were saying, be happy always, I'm out. <laughs> I, I can't fulfill that. But I can have joy always in the Lord. Okay, we've got one of those weird years where, uh, although this is the third Sunday of Advent, next Sunday... In the morning, I will celebrate the fourth Sunday of Advent, and then immediately in the evening, celebrate Christmas. So I normally give this shape of a homily to that um, Sunday, but I've got to do it this year for the third. Mm. Growing up, we did the big family gatherings for Christmas, all the extended family together. As you get a little bit older, uh, that starts to happen kind of less and less, sometimes because there's too many of us, sometimes because we've moved all around the country. And more than a few Christmases were disasters. Uh, We kids didn't get ready to come to early morning mass. Uh, we We were busy thinking about our toys. And when we arrived at Mass, uh, late, everyone else was also late. And so you're trying to find the parking space. And you walk into the church, and there's someone you haven't seen all year long sitting in your pew. How dare they, right? I think the enemy hates Christmas joy. I was going to say most of all, but I think Easter joy he hates even more. (laughs) Um, And we'll go through all kinds of links 
to destroy Christmas for us. So I would have you be kind of prepared for what goes on. The gathering with family members who maybe aren't practicing their faith, uh, the aunt or uncle that drinks a little too much, the cousin that's rude. Um, we all do the same sort of thing. You try to avoid politics and religion in desperation because the minute that you discuss those things, what happens? Nobody changes their mind. Everyone goes away upset. The enemy is going to try to steal your Christmas joy. I would say, listen to the apostle today. Isaiah, in our first reading, paints this lovely picture of hope. And lest we forget, this is the prophet sent to Israel to say, because of all of your sins, I'm going to let a foreign nation take over your land. And I'm going to send you guys into exile. And you're even going to lose access to the temple where you worship. This is a, a, a bad news coming from a prophet. And he still paints a picture of hope to come. The first Christmas was really kind of like that too, wasn't it? Uh, Jesus didn't wait for the world to get their act together. Um, things weren't perfect on that Christmas. I mean, the Son of God was born in a cave, right? And yet he comes into the middle of that, that darkness. St. Paul says, rejoice always. Give thanks to God with gratitude. This is the Paul that was shipwrecked, scourged, beaten, imprisoned. He's going to have his, he's going to be beheaded. And he says, rejoice. Why? How, how can Isaiah rejoice? How can the Holy Family rejoice? How can St. Paul rejoice? Because they have the Lord. As much as I love secular Christmas, and I do, um, religious Christmas is so much better. The Christ that you come here every Sunday throughout the year to worship, it's the same Christ that we're coming to worship on Christmas morning. Okay. Prepare yourself for the tricks of the enemy. Put Christ deeply into your heart. That's the true meaning of Christmas. Be prepared for the things that go disastrously wrong. And when you find them, uh, whether you're running late or things don't go your way or you've spent a little too much on Christmas gifts, take a deep breath. Give thanks to God that you have Christ. You do have him. We who believe in Christ have a hope unknown to the world in the midst of its darkness. And sometimes we let the world get us down. All that salacious stuff on the news, all the dire forecasts about, oh, climate and politics, and all that kind of stuff. And we get really good about keeping track of what's wrong and broken. We aren't very good about naming all the things in our life that are true and good and beautiful that we rightfully rejoice in. 
So I would uh, send you away today and tell you this week, just keep counting up the things that are good and true and beautiful in your life and give thanks to God for each one of them. Prepare yourself for the Christmas celebrations. True joy has come into the midst of our world. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.